Hello, everyone, and welcome to ASPA's podcast. I am Anna Weber, and I am ASPA's marketing coordinator. With me today, I have Dr. Selena Blankenship. She is the Chief Human Resource Officer at Clark County School District in Athens, Georgia. Selena, thank you so much for joining us today. Would you mind sharing just a little bit about your district with us? Absolutely, and thank you for having me, Anna. Um, Clark County is located approximately an hour and a half north, north, northeast of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, we're a medium-sized school district for Georgia. We have approximately 12,500 students and about 2,400 employees. That about 1,300 of those are teaching staff. Great. Perfect. So Selena is joining us today to talk about employee wellness. Selena, why has employee wellness become such a hot topic in the education sector in the past few years? Well, Anna, I think there's a couple of primary reasons. Um, The first is probably pretty obvious to everyone, and that is, you know, we're coming out of a very difficult uh, period of time having gone through a, a pandemic. And so there um, are a couple of areas that we may not have considered in the past to be um, at the forefront when we're considering benefits. And one of those is uh, employee mental well-being, um, employee financial well-being, uh, and then also just employees' physical uh, well-being, not in thinking of uh, insurance benefits necessarily, but how can we help our employees um, continue on their personal um, journey of being physically fit, whatever that means for them? Uh, because we know that employees who are who are healthy, who are um, you know, financially stable and uh, who have um, a a great uh, outlook are going to be employees that are going to be more uh, more productive and are going to be able to serve our students better. The the other um, really big um, issue that I don't know that we had thought much about before the last couple of years as we began to see um, a much younger um, teaching force. So we had a lot of resignations and retirements around the time of the pandemic and the individuals that are coming into the workforce for us now are, um, at least in, in my county, much younger and or are coming from an, an alternative uh, certification environment. So this this is a second career for them. Uh, and the first career didn't last very long. It might have only been uh, you know two to five years that they were in their previous career. And that's the changing demographics of our workforce. So um, as our workforce has gotten younger, um, employee well-being has become uh, more of a, a focus for those individuals, and therefore it needs to be a bigger focus for us. Yeah, absolutely. So Selena, what steps should a district take to get started focusing on employee well-being? So I think the first thing you have to do is you have to assess where you are. 
Um, so if you are um, at the very beginning stages of thinking about developing an, an employee wellness program that focuses on employee well-being, then uh, you need to assess where you are. I know in, in our district, when we began this journey, we, uh, we looked at what we already offered in terms of benefits and services and resources to our employees. And then we reached out to our employees to find out what it was that they needed. What did they feel like was missing uh, from what we offered? And so through those conversations and through our assessment and our own research about what a, a great employee wellness program would look like, um, then then that's what really got us started on the path to develop our own um, program. And just out of curiosity, what benefit were they most interested in receiving? So um, I don't know if we there was one primary benefit, but uh, but one that that really stuck out to us was just the um, the the need for our employees to have a, a physical as well as a, a, a mental health emotional component. So uh, every district probably offers um, employee assistance program services. Um, our district offers that and our state even offers um, additional employee assistance program uh, services on top of what we offer. Um, so they had access to that in terms of uh, mental health support if they needed it, grief support, even financial support. But what they really wanted was the more immediate and so we began to work with our trauma-informed specialists that um, we hired here in our school district to think about what we could do at the school level and uh, even in some of our departments. So many of our schools have developed wellness rooms, and it's really a, um, a, a calm space that they can go that they can uh, relax in between uh, classes. Maybe it's on their lunch, if they have duty-free lunch or it's um, during their planning. Uh, I can think of one example uh, of a school who has, they partnered with a business to, um, to install their, their wellness room. And now their teachers decide to have their planning meetings in that room, just because it's a much more inviting space and, and just the atmosphere helps to provide them with a sense of, of calmness and um, relaxation. And as we know, teaching can be a very stressful job at times. So anything that we can do to provide those moments during their day, I think is beneficial. So that kind of leads into my next question. And you've answered it a little bit, but outside of directly asking employees, how can a district decide on what areas of employee well-being to focus? So I think from that assessment and asking the, the employees, I think looking to see what you have access to and how you can use the resources at hand. Um, we were very fortunate in our district to have moved our central office uh, 
administrative offices into a space that had access to a gymnasium. And so we began to think about how we could use that space to benefit our employees. And so long story short, we, we have a, a fitness program now that's uh, accessible to our employees, not quite 24 hours a day, but uh, from 5 a.m. in the morning until 10 p.m. In, in the evening that they can access through a security access card um, and access weights. We have plans to uh, begin some fitness classes after school for employees that can either be done on site or maybe through a, a virtual mechanism like Zoom or, or something of that nature to, to help a, fill that need that employees uh, suggested that they, they had. Um, and then the other uh, piece is to work with the staff that you have. So in Georgia, um, all of our schools have to have a wellness um, committee. And so we did not go out on our own. We collab we've collaborated with those wellness committees to make sure that our, um, our efforts are aligned. We brought our trauma-informed specialists in to help with the mental well-being side of things. And um, from that, we developed our program, which we call Find Your Fit. And our employees have really received it well. Um, we have um, gotten great feedback. But the other thing that it's helping us do is, is providing us with a, a, a way to um, share with prospective employees what we offer um, our in our district in terms of their, uh, their well-being. That is so awesome. We're excited about that part. Yeah, and your fitness classes sound amazing. You're like tempting me to move to Georgia and get my teaching certificate. So who should be involved in developing employee wellness initiatives? I think the short answer is, is everyone. You need to make sure that you have all the stakeholders at the table. So from, uh, from your, uh, your HR department to um, your, your mental health um, staff members, if you have those, your nursing staff, if you have that. Um, but you also need to, to include people that you might not think of, like your plant services folks, you know, so that if you are um, looking to use any facilities, you make sure that you're following proper codes and proper security procedures and that sort of thing. Um, your nutrition staff uh, should be involved if you've got a component there. We, we have a wellness uh, garden, even that's something that I didn't mention before, because we know that physical fitness and mental well-being don't necessarily mean uh, using a Calm app or uh, working out in a gym. And so for some people, that's gardening. So we tried to take into account all the different ways people might um, find to relax or to uh, be physically active. And so our wellness garden is something that is has uh, begun and, and we're hoping to see it really take off this spring. That is so amazing. Selena, this is just for my own personal recollection. Did you submit an article for our magazine about this? 
Is that somebody else? No, we haven't. Okay. Um, well, we, you totally should. I would love for you guys to write an article. Um, well, I would, but, I will certainly pass that on to my team because this is not something that, that I have done, but we have a, a whole team that has worked on this and has really come up with, with most of the ideas um, behind it. And they've just been great at implementing, um, you know, what's come from the conversations. Yeah, well, I would love, love to have an article about that. So getting back into podcasting. Selena, do you have any last tips that you'd like to share? Any thoughts about employee wellness? Um, I think the the parting thought that I would leave um, those who might be considering um, either expanding on their program or to um, to begin a program is to really look at the resources around you. Start with what you have, start with the partners you may have and work from there because it, um, you know, it can be as big or as small as as you want. And you're probably already doing some things. Uh, what we found is that we had a number of things in place, like our EAP program that I mentioned, um, financial counseling sessions that I, we just quite frankly, ha have not done as good a job of making sure that all of our employees are aware of those resources. And so there may be some work that a district needs to do in that respect as well. Right. Thank you so much, Selena, for, for joining me today. I have had the best time talking to you and you have shared so much helpful information, so many great ideas. Thank if you, you for having me. If you are interested in hosting a podcast with me, you can reach out to me at Anna, A-N-N-A, -N -N -A, at ASPA, A-A-S-P-A dot org. Selena, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you.